Okay. Hi, and welcome to the 104th episode of the Keen Minds podcast. We cover NBC The Blacklist. This is not a covering of the actual episode today. Instead, Tessa and I are jumping into a theory of do you believe that Tom Keen may actually be alive? I'm Jen, a.k.a. Takata Cycle. And I am Tessa. And this is a series of, of uh, Down the Rabbit Holes. So this, uh, we will cover a few theories, uh, all of them kind of extreme. Uh, and um, we, it's a long, long hiatus. So we're doing our best to keep people entertained during the COVID thing. So this one is very close to our hearts. Yes. Is Tom <laughs> Keen alive? Oh, gosh. I sure hope so. <laughs> oh, um, okay. I know we just said this before we started recording. You want to go first or you want me to? No, you go first. Okay. Sorry, my brain is a little scattered today. As I told Tessa, I indulged in... Uh, in um, Twizzlers, and so I'm a little scattered and spastic. Not to mention that giant glass of wine and my port wine that I have right here. It's a kind of boozy situation. It, yeah, this will be a boozy podcast. Good times, good times. Um, all right, so the basic format that we decided that we wanted to, to try for this, and not only are Tessa and I covering our theories, we also opened it up to, to everybody else, any of our listeners that wanted to. Um, we had four people send in their theories. The general format is how was it done? Why was it done? Who was involved? Why has he not come back yet? And does Liz know? And if she does, when did she find out? So we're going to start. Tessa and I are going to discuss our theories. And then we're going to go into the submitted theories, go through them, and let you know our thoughts on them. And so also... Awesome theories, guys. They were they were a lot of fun. So we'll go ahead and start with mine. Uh, so how was it done? All right, obviously, I do think Tom is alive. I've jumped down that rabbit hole and... Never like look a, back. And it's like a slip and slide. I'm just gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wonderland, here I come. Um, yeah, so I, I do think he's alive. I think it was a body double. Um, I, for those that watched Redemption... There was an episode in there that was very closely tied to Scotty in which they had a group of people that would undergo surgical procedures to become almost direct replicas, just doppelgangers of folks. It was in Russia. It seemed to have some sort of tie to Scotty. She knew it was happening. I believe that she took advantage of that group and their expertise and she called in a favor. She certainly would have had the financial means and the connections to be able to pay off the doctors and handle that whole switch seamlessly. Mm-hmm. She she runs a spy organization. It wouldn't have been out of her wheelhouse to be able to do that. The why, obviously, she's lost her son once. I... For me, it would help to handle the whole awful, quote-unquote, wrap-up of Redemption and Scotty's reaction 
to, oh, I lost him so long ago, and I mourned for him then, and yada, eh, I never bought that, it really bothered me. If that's the end of it, and that was the actual wrap-up, I'm going to continue to be disappointed in that until the end of time. But, if it turns out Scotty had something to do with Tom's fake death, that will make a whole lot more sense to me, that she was just brushing Liz off, and <laughs> letting, you know, oh, I did this. It's fine. Let me take my granddaughter and go back home to my son. Um, so I don't think Scotty's going to leave her Christopher's life to chance, uh, especially after going in and supposedly, you know, he uh, sprung her out of jail, yeah. got her exonerated or they didn't charge her, got exactly. clean up the mess left by her father. Exactly. Exactly. And so, uh, let's see. I'm looking through all my notes here. Um, I mean, there's obviously been some contact there. I mean, he went through the whole proceedings with Howard, like you just said, got her out. It's they would. There's something there for Liz to have looked at her and said, "He loved you so much." They had formed that bond mm. and continued that bond throughout Five A. And yeah. so it's just all happening in the background because Famke Jensen is an expensive actress to have on set for, mm-hmm. for tidbits that didn't actually have to do with what was happening there. And so we know that, that they formed that bond and they were able to move forward with that. You know, if he talked about it, I mean, he could have even bounced ideas off of her. Obviously, she and Red didn't get along, so she didn't have to worry about getting back to red so she may have known whether he told her or not that something was going on he was investigating something and gotten her own ducks in a row to make sure if things went wrong as they often do around Raymond Reddington that he was protected Mm -hmm. I think it was Scotty I think she used Halcyon resources and so the reasons that I think that he might not be back um, I've got a couple of ideas one, just too badly injured, is never going to be back in the field, isn't even able to get out. And so that's that's been a running theory. I mean, there's always the age-old, he was in a coma. Because everybody was in a coma in season five. Season five was the... Coma five and six have, Yeah, I mean, it's been the seasons for comas. I'm just like, oh my gosh, can we stop putting people in comas? But still totally normal tv trope you need someone to be out of pocket for a long while there you go put them in a coma possibility uh, another still f- in a coma in the story i know right um and so there's that uh i've seen people also say you know that there's a possibility that that you know he feels like he could protect them better by being away i have this running theory right now that and it feeds into my Katarina and Scotty work together with the cabal and that Tom and Liz knew each other as kids that the two of them while Kat was a secret keeper my my current theory is that there might have been several people filling in for Katarina Rostova including Scotty Hargrave working along with her interesting that they that they had secrets that they were, and this is a little further down the rabbit hole than most of my theory. Um, (laughs) This is is the one that I'm like, I like this. This is is nice and shiny and I'm keeping it until they tell me otherwise. Um, But 
on those beach days, one of the reasons that they took the kids to the beach was to help hide pieces of these secrets with the children to make sure that they could keep the overall secret safe. So mm-hmm. whatever this is, pieces are hidden like a puzzle that you've scattered out. Mm-hmm. And you hide pieces of this with different people, including these little kids that really don't even know what they know. Uh, there was something similar like it in Alias. Um, being oh, able to uh, sub- subconscious, you know, mm-hmm. uh, learning. Yeah, that. I always thought that, that, that something like that in Liz's memories. Exactly. I mean, because... Tom, I'm still convinced Tom had his memory wiped because, yes, he was young, but I, I have memories from when I was two. And so the fact that he can't remember anything at all, the only thing he's ever said he remembers about his parents, and I still don't even know if he meant it, was that his mom loved uh, tongue twisters. Tongue twisters. That's the only thing. And so my guess is that someone, that his disappearance has something to do with the cabal. Uh, it's linked to all this. I have and his memories darker... Were ideas about that <laughs> but yeah so that, that my rabbit is, hole is so deep that is that would be a good reason for me if you know when he testified against his father and put his name on the record as christopher hargrave being alive we don't know that what that, happened there no we don't but if no, that's what it, it could have been it could have been something com- completely off the books well i'm just talking about my theory right oh, now oh okay okay yeah. okay don't know. Um, but this is kind of the rabbit hole I've fallen down. And until we have more information, there's no telling. And Lots so you think that it, the reason is that he's just somehow damaged? Um, combo of injured. And if it's something along the lines of tying back to their childhoods and mm-hmm. things that the cabal come after, I could see a certain situation which he... He, he thinks that no matter how much a hurt she is... By thinking that he's dead is preferable to what would happen if they were together, and or, they would. Ex- and he exposes her with her his knowledge, something uh, like not that. Not necessarily. It's more, you know, the big bads finding out that he's alive. If if everybody thinks he's dead, including Liz, it keeps Agnes safe. Because I mean, Tom. And oh, Liz- I like that. That sounds like the whole thing with the Belgrade and keeping. Uh, and the and the Katarina's fake death and the whole thing. Yes, I mean, but think and the about suicide it. suicide speech, can you believe that? There Tom will be a little suicide speech. Tom and Liz have faced down tremendous enemies, but the difference with this would be, and the reason that I could see him saying we can't face it together is because of Agnes. She's the one, they would have to, they would have to take her away from both of her parents all over again to keep her safe. Mm-hmm. And so it's, okay, does she get one parent or does one parent go away? And so I could see that and I could see him. That, I, that feels like one of the few scenarios that I can come up with that he would be willing to take the the decision off the table and make it himself entirely. Well, for, for those of, of us who believe that Red is Raymond Reddington, he basically abandoned his family for five years, for 20 years, because they were safer when he was on the run and a criminal. Exactly. And um, so the last question, does Liz know? Uh, I was on the fence about this right up until the finale, but this kind of feeds into a more secure place that I've gotten to personally as a huge Tom fan, because I've been very bitter over the fact that they let Tom go. 
But if this was their goal, which I, I fully believe the Johns have had the show, that the high points of this show, you know, Liz and the different things she's going through. Red and Liz's story has been mapped out since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the minor characters, quote unquote minor characters, wrestler Tom, Cooper, Samar, Aram, they, they all move about, but they are all supportive of Liz and Red. Fully believe that. Fully believe that they have their story mapped out for Liz and Red. Liz would never be able to get to the point that she's at right now. That dark place if with Tom there. Around. He's her lighthouse. He's, you know, if wrestlers her her island of calm, Tom is her lighthouse leaving, leading her home. And, and think about Red without Katerina. Exactly. You know, she, I was an angry man. I was left into nothing. Um, why would you do that to people who love you? The people closest to you are left into nothing. And so that's my theory, is that Tom was saved by Scotty, that Scotty faked his death and has been keeping him. And I, I think that if Scotty could give me valid enough reason that your wife and child are safer if you are not near them, if she could convince him of that with solid proof, or, you know, it's the blacklist and sometimes kids just really don't question their parents enough in it. <laughs> he might just believe it. Um that, that Can I, I give you an alternative thing that he actually knows? Hmm. Go for it. Okay. I that was the first thing that I actually felt that it was it, that when it happened, and I questioned why wouldn't he come back? Is that we have he would have been seriously, seriously ill mm-hmm. with the stabbings and the loss of blood and the whole thing, and Liz was in a coma. It would have so, been a really long recovery period. Yeah. I, I, I somehow, my first reaction was he woke up and he was very weakened. Um, Agnes was with Red and he felt unable and he thought that Liz was basically dead or would never recover. And he couldn't be a parent. And he just took his stuff, slipped out of Halcyon, and went into a trekking trip on the Himalayas. And he's been trekking in the jungle or in the mountains, and he hasn't seen a paper. He just basically took a life of uh, a monastery life, but hiking in the middle of nowhere. And Have nobody you seen knows Alias? where he is. No. That's kind of what happened to the to the husband in Alias. Oh, okay. That's when they faked his death. They they actually found him in like I think it was like a Buddhist temple somewhere in like off in the east, and that's where he was recovering. And when she was like, "I'm calling you, babe," that's yeah, it was great. Um, it's and Isendrath came off of Alias, and so oh, okay, you, so you that see, that is not that far off then. No, no not at all. I I mean, I would like to think he would have a little more care for, you know, keeping up with things than that. But you never know. But that time that he called and I said, no, um, Liz, uh, I have Agnes now. And he didn't mention Liz. Um, or he just got word that Agnes was with him. And he assumed that it was because Liz had died. And he just felt he couldn't, he couldn't, um, uh, the, he couldn't deal with it, and he just I mean, 
like Liz giving up Agnes because the anger and the depression yes. was too deep. And it was too dark for the child. Yeah. Let's say that she said, I have Agnes. And he all he felt was, oh, my God, Liz is dead. There was no way that, you know, that or, Red would have let her go. Let's face it. Scotty. Scotty Hargrave, come on. She, If she felt like Tom was safer off in Timbuktu, you know, wherever he's hiding. And really? she, like, I could totally see her going, she just hasn't woken up. And just, or I will tell you when she wakes up and just never tell him. Yeah, I am fine. I'm just saying she, she just managed to get out to him a message, I have Agnes. And then the message got off and Tom is okay. So I guess she died and. He's off trekking in or in a in a temple in a Buddhist temple in the middle of nowhere, and he hasn't seen a paper or the TV in five years. Oh gosh, you need to watch Alias. That just that sounds like fun. Yeah, it, <laughs> I, I will. I have I have it in my list, but that's that was my 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 first uh, impression of it. Oh, I feel like when I get done with my Blacklist rewatch, I'm like jumping straight back into a rewatch of Alias. Because mm -hmm. it took me like, I didn't watch it live. I, I watched it long after it was off the air. But it still took me like three years to get through everything because I watched it in fits and starts. Mm -hmm. But okay, what, what's your full theory? Let's go. Okay, I, my, okay, my theory, my rabbit hole, it's, um deeper and uh you gotta make yourself comfortable it has nice furniture and it's nicely decorated it goes deep see i i leave mine open to shift and move with what i find tessa just goes <laughs> well I, but remember i've watched this so many times i mean i did a, a full rewatch with last summer i don't think i'm gonna do a full rewatch but i'm going to do a rewatch of episodes of mythology episodes in the order so i watched the scenes in the order that they happened um not a full one um but and i will watch uh, season six and seven again so this is what i think i think it was done that tom actually clinically died and scotty had been notified and she took him and what we saw in the morgue, by the way, with Cooper, is a mask. Because if somebody is a mask like uh, like Sinclair used, you know, on a dead body, it looks waxy. So what? Dead people look waxy. So, you know, you wouldn't really notice so long as a person had more or less a facial structure. And he had a toe taxi in Tom Keen. And he looked a little like Tom Keen. Cooper saw it and said, okay, he died. But I thought it was curious that Cooper was the one who identified it, not Red. So that always was the, my first, there is something suspicious because Red telling Liz that Tom is dead, it's not a lie if he thinks Tom is dead. Oh, and I fully they, believe that Red thinks Tom is dead. Yes. I, I fully believe that. I, I think that at this point he would have, you know, however much he did not like Tom. I think that he would have brought Tom back because with Tom, Liz would not go into this darkness. Um, well, definitely. I mean, Brad's even admitted, because uh, I'm, I'm in the middle of a rewatch right now. I'm in season six at this point. But Red is admitted... Oh, it, it started after they, they, I guess maybe season four, late season four, he started admitting that he actually was... 
fond of Tom. And I think it was more he just finally figured out this guy is not going anywhere. I'm not getting rid of him. And then... Once once Agnes was born... (coughs) Yeah, I mean, and he also... He and Howard were friends. I, I imagine there was something there. And when when he found out he was Christopher Hargrave, he went, all right, you know, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I could see I could see the connections now. You are your mother's son, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't he, – he opened up to the idea. And I think that despite all of Red's horrific things he does sometimes, he truly loves Liz. And he does truly want her to be happy in the mm-hmm. end. And Tom made her happy. So so that's how I think it was done. It was done with a body double, not necessarily the face, and a mask. Mm-hmm. You know, like Sinclair's mask. There was there was somebody who said, you know, look in there because there was one that was on a shelf and boy, it looked like Tom's. Like Tom's face. Oh, I'm not I, I'm th- that's a simple thing to do. They show us a body in the morgue, but they, it was done by Cooper. Yes, Cooper knew Tom, but probably it would have been easier to pull off Cooper than it would have been Red, because Red has had a long history of fake death and understanding them. And and on that subject, I want for the people who think that this is a crazy idea, we have had 31 of them. I'm sorry, 32 of them. And, like, yeah. two or three of them have been Liz. Sorry about that. It's okay. And uh, yeah, two, two have two. been for Liz. Um, yep. And uh, Tom has had one, and in this case, he would have had two. Uh, um, no, uh, no, no. He's because they thought he was dead in season one uh, yes. when Liz shot him. He's had his death certificate from when he was a child. Yes. And so at least two prior to this, if this is it, it makes three. Yes. So there is there is a um, there is a, a history in the show of faking death. I mean, we're on 32. That's a lot of fake death people. So is, is it a crazy idea? Well, yeah, so long as you have 32 crazy ideas. And uh, I think that that fake death and identity issues are the core of this show. So uh, I just wanted to get that out there. Yeah, it may be crazy, but how crazy? Hmm. Uh, the who who would have done it is definitely uh, Scotty to me. And uh, my friend Simon in Reddit had a very good uh, observation about it. He said Scotty has already bought a lot of hospitals. Remember yeah. she said they she, they built that wing with the millions that she gave? So um, that's, uh, that's a pretty good indication there. And you know Halcyon would have medical wings within their, their complexes. Yes. They would I have mean, taken him. Oh, yeah. He, he would have been well taken care of. I mean, they even in, in their uh, New York office, or not New York, their D.C. office that we saw in Blacklist proper. Mm-hmm. Scotty had someone on a ventilator in there. Yes, I still don't know who that no, was. No, that was a house. That was a house she had somewhere but, in New York. But she, uh, no, no, it was in D.C. But it was she did have office space in there. Yes, mm-hmm. it looked like a house, but I think she was using it for offices. Um, there is, um, there is also, and the the 
why has not he's not been in contact with Liz? I am of two minds here. I really don't know. One is that idea that I that I just talk about because he doesn't know. He's he found out that she was in a coma. She assumed he assumed she was dead. He left and he's somewhere out there, you know, like a Buddhist monk or something like that. And he has no idea. The other, yeah, the other thing that that occurs to me that maybe is it, it goes back to uh, Red. Red abandoned his family um, because he kept them safe. And for five years, people thought that they nobody knew where he was. I mean, they, he basically resurfaced in 1995 when the FBI uh, got um, a task force on him. I mean, we don't know if the wife knew that he was alive, if for those of you who believe Red is Reddington, but there is a time in which nobody knew what had happened to him. Same as Red didn't obviously believe that Katerina had drowned because otherwise he wouldn't be talking about that suicide speech. So we have had situations in the show that we don't know yet why they were done the way they were done, that has somebody faking their death even from their loved ones, usually with a reason to protect them. And and so I think that either he doesn't know or he's trying to protect Liz from things that we don't know. And Tom has a long history, back to season one, of doing things and moving around Liz. He's gotten a whole lot better about it because it, it's been a complaint of mine for their relationship. And as much as I love their relationship, there's always going to be flaws in it. But the world that he functions in and the world he grew up in, he does have a bad habit of jumping at things that they talk about it Liz puts her foot down says no and he just does it anyway like when he went after Agnes uh in season four trying to save her mm -hmm. after they discussed it and which Liz was the, the rational thing to do was not irrational it was totally rational oh no I agree I, I agree rational why there was Liz but I'm just saying that that he has he, he went behind Liz back. Yeah. He because he has it was the right thing. Yeah, he has been known even even after he hit his, you know, his upward motion of his his uh redemption arc, he still has been known to do things what do you think to protect right? his yeah, to protect his family, even if Liz may not agree. Yeah. And so well, I mean that's she does the Liz same was thing. Like, oh look, it's like having a baby monitor and Tom is like he has a child and he thinks he can take bone marrow from her. Excuse me. Seeing her on the video is not the same as her being safe. <laughs> but yeah, but for Liz, I mean, Liz had been away from that baby for a long time. For Liz, Agnes was more a idea that for Tom who had rocker and rapper and swat here and learned to swaddle her against yeah. apparently all odds. <laughs> yeah. So that is that is uh, it's a very different distinct it's a distinction between the two of them that in uh, um, a parallel with Red doing all these things and faking his death as well as Katerina faking her death to protect the people she loves. So there there is a long history of this and and there are things that I don't pretend that I can answer. But there are other things, and if you're willing to go with me into the second level of my rabbit hole, 
I'll tell you why. Go for it. And uh, um, there is, there is, and we go back to the bones. And you've been on season five, so the bones are very fresh for you. Yeah, they are. Um, she's making very funny gestures right now. Uh, there, there is a couple of of strange things happening with those bones. The first one is who the hell beat Alfred Dennison? It wasn't Dembe. Dembe sees a gun in the in the table and he doesn't react to the gun. Um, why would Dennison stay there tied up instead of in an apartment building? Hello. Like, instead of trying to make noise and alert your neighbors, uh, break that wood chair. Breaking a wood chair is not that difficult if you're tied to one. Instead, Dennison just quietly sits there and He was pretty dazed. Yeah, dazed and all that. You think whoever did this may come back and I better get away. I mean, your adrenaline kicks Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. There, There is a reason why when Tom... Tell him who did this to you, and then all these things happen. And and Dennison says, "Find Oleander." We tend to think that that's the answer to the immediate question, but it could be the answer to who did this to you. So we don't really know who beat Dennison up. Misdirects the the uh, lexical ambiguities. Yes, are a constant in this show. They. The Johns are fantastic about it, and it's it's one of the reasons I actually don't read the articles anymore. I got so tired of John Bokenkamp and trying to figure out what the hell the man was saying, because he he created Raymond Reddington. He mm-hmm. cre- you know he he is, he is Raymond Reddington. He's I hope not, but <laughs> well he's he Raymond his- Reddington inhabits him. Yeah, it's that that is a character that came from his brain. And so he is a master at red speak and he puts it out there in all of his art, you know, when he does interviews and such. I finally just gave up because it got too exhausting and I didn't. Yeah, I mean, I, I read them as I as I watch Tom sp- uh, Red speak and I'm like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I speak like that. This is not for somebody that doesn't speak like that. I speak like that every day of my life. It's a part of who I am. And still, I, so I, it takes me a bit to, to, to parse through that. So yeah, I, that, I had to explain to my father one time. I was like, there's a difference between lying and not giving all the details away. Mm-hmm. It's no, a difference. It, I mean, the, um, the Jesuits used all the time the doctrine of mental reservation. It was a way of of uh, of not telling the truth without actually a lie, which for most people is lying, but technically it is not. So that's the first the first moment to me that tells me there is a third player in here. And that third player is is fundamental because this person is ahead of Red and Tom. And this person heard that Tom had the bones. After that, we had that curious change of heart of Nick, who then said to Tom and talks about if you if you say if Liz is in danger, let right? Tom never said Liz was in danger. Tom said, you know, she's not gonna ever find out where the bones are. There's no talk about danger. So who told Nick to help? Who told him Liz was in danger? Why did he change his mind? And then why was he killed? Because if it wasn't to prevent 
him knowing the identity of the bone, all you needed to do was to remove the computer. Without the link to CODIS and without the, the computer and without the bones, Nick was in the same boat as Tom. He couldn't find out the identity of the bone until he read the report. And I still say, because, you know, I, I don't think Garvey was the one that killed Nick. That didn't That's seem... That's not his M.O. No, I, he stabs people to death. We've seen it multiple times now. Yeah. Between they him and wait. Singleton. No. Uh, no, I mean, he, he, that is his thing. He likes stabbing people to death. Uh, or liked, thankfully. Yeah. Uh, but you could say, oh, well, it was Pete. But he was a really small guy. And Nick I think was, it was fa- Pete. Well, Nick was fairly tall. And so to get someone's hand... And because I, I went back, uh, when I got to that mm-hmm. episode in my rewatch, I... I for as well as I could watch it on my iPad, I looked at it, and while the guy behind him might have been shorter, because Nick was fairly tall, uh, I think the actor's pretty tall, um, that I think it was hands around his throat pulling him back, but I don't know. I just don't think it was Pete. I, I may- But I also think that there was more to Pete than we ever got because yeah. there was way too much of a parallel going on there oh, between yeah. season two Tom becoming Christopher Mannheim. And- yeah. There, there was one on, one thing that I can trace the bones to who had the bones after and is, and is Pete. Tom assumed he didn't have the bones, but that's not true because we have Red's guy from the... Uh, remember that that Mr. Crispin that warns Lena, and uh, that guy was working for for Tom for Red. And when Tom is taken from the motel, he calls Red and tells him they got Keen and the others and the suitcase. So that means that the suitcase was taken at the same time that Tom, Lena, and Pete were, and that suitcase was okay. in the motel. That Maybe it was that, Pete then. That Pete was the one who had the suitcase all this time. And Tom's I, uh, I, idea about who killed Nick was correct. It was it was Pete. Pete got He was hella sketchy. He was yeah. so sketchy. Yeah. And do you think that, he cut off his own fingers then? No, that's the that's the third point where you see a another person comes in. And what does this person want? Not the bones, because Pete still had the bones afterwards. He wanted information. So this is a a third player who's not interested in the bones, but is interested in information. You think it's Katerina, don't you? I think one of them is Katerina, but I'm going to surprise you with who I think this is the second person. The second person, I think, is Scotty. There is one, and I know you're, you're hating that idea. Uh, no, it's interesting. It, it's it's out there, but yeah. But look I'm, at this thing. Let, let's look at Scotty is fully capable of doing horrific things to people and ordering other people to do it as well. Yes. Yeah, I mean, like I don't put. I could totally see her taking someone's fingers off. That's, yeah, I mean that's, that's a Sol- that's a Solomon thing. Yeah, I mean, or having Solomon do it. Yeah. I, I don't know if she would do it herself because she has really nice clothes and that's a lot of blood splatter. Yeah. But she could totally have Solomon do it. Yeah. Solomon just strips down and and uh, yeah, he does his this stuff. Oh. So to me, to me, that's a little. There, there is two points here where you're finding two different entities because they don't have the same objective. 
the person who beat Denison wanted the bones. The person who took Pete's fingers wanted information that was not the bones. So then we go back to what on earth did Tom know that nobody else did? Why did he think that he figured things out? And why uh, Garvey was saying, I want the whole truth. And what, there's a few things that he knew. He knew that he was Christopher Hargrave. He knew that Liz's middle name is Scott. That was not in Liz's badge. So Garvey wouldn't have known that. If he had known, look for Elizabeth Keene, he would have just found Elizabeth Keene. The Scott was not in Liz's badge. And that was something I look, I look back. So if there is a connection between Scotty and and Katerina through that Scott. And and you don't need to bother if they're cousins or not. Because no, these are just, just connection. Yeah. Connect a connection through that Scott. Maybe they they play the roles of, of sisters. Forget about how, but they have a, a, a connecting in the Scott. Liz will get that Scott from her mother and Scott will get it as her maiden name. Or you, you even have people who are very close and that, that name their children after good friends. Mm-hmm. So, so there is a what if to there. hide that it was Scott rather than Scotty or Susan or anything along those lines, it was Scott. So It'd be interesting. Then we do have we do have that connection. And if Katerina was the one who got Nick to play along with Tom with the objective of doing something with those bones and creating a uh, either altering or not altering or whatever. And then the report came and connected those bones to Katerina Rostova. And Scott was connected to Katerina through the Scott and that and that appear in that in that DNA report through the, the Scott connection. Now Scotty has a very good reason to go after those bones. She's not interested in the bones because once she sees the old bones, she's not interested in that, but she's interested in the woman who got Pete involved which is Katerina. So Scotty was looking for Katerina. That's why I he took the that. fingers and left the, the, the left the, the bones. The bones would, have nothing would, to her. That would actually match my sharing of the secrets theory in which they all have a piece of the theory. If Scotty felt like, because in my theory, it's you have two factions of the cabal that are coming after them. One that wants to shut them up and the other that wants to know the secret. And I'm sure that there would be similar you know opposing ideas within their own group you know if scotty said enough is enough he has almost died twice mm-hmm. <laughs> we are ending this come back and cat's like nope nope need to stay dead bye and scotty or maybe trying looking to pull katarina out yeah Katri- if looking katarina for trying to pull her out of shadows yeah and you mm-hmm. know my 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 other theory will go into that one but if katarina had fake her death again she might be like, I'm staying dead. I'm never alive. I never survived that. I'm dead. I'm not coming out of this. It would be, it goes back to the, how do you protect your children? Do you protect them with the truth or do you protect them with secrets? Mm-hmm. 
How exactly. do you protect the children? I love it. Gosh, I love it. <laughs> so, so I, I think that that one just are looking at all these things and 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 not thinking that those things that don't match are mistakes, but they're actually pieces that we're missing. And you start putting together it, the whole thing just comes comes, and then you see like this picture, like oh my god, this all makes sense. It's, I keep going back to that white puzzle that Red was putting together that one time in the white room. It just, it's. She oh, has another puzzle in the in the Bethesda apartment. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, and that's that's so red to put puzzles together because this whole thing is one giant puzzle, mm-hmm. and I love it. Yeah. It's um, I think that that what what went wrong, I think, is that Tom escaped, and he may not remember anything. He may be gone, or it, it could be that he's just. Like, he thinks that Liz is dead and Agnes is, you know, he can be a parent. Mm-hmm. I I don't know this whole thing, but I got to say, the more I think about it and the more fake death I'm getting, um, there is just, and there's just too many of them. And just from the logistics side of it, let, let's take a look at it. Because obviously Ryan stars in New Amsterdam. New Amsterdam got a, I think it was... It was a two or three season renewal before everything hit. And so, I mean, they, they are obviously going to be on air past when Blacklist is done. Because the general consensus seems to be that season eight is the last one, theoretically. Mm-hmm. And so they're wrapping up this season. So, you know, and, and when he took the job on New Amsterdam, I was all for Tom's fake death through 5B. And then as soon as he got casted as Max, who's the lead in New Amsterdam, and not even just a co-lead, like the lead in New Amsterdam, I went, he's gone. He's really gone. But look back to Redemption. They shot in the same city for the same network, and he was fully capable of running lead on Redemption, which was a very high-intensity show. Mm. Lots, lots of action, lots of wild things, lots of of Tom being on screen. Mm. A lot of Tom being on screen. But it was in New York, it was with NBC, and he was able to also combine with and shoot for Blacklist proper during the time that, that the two shows overlapped. He is fully capable of it. Yeah. Ryan, I Look. am convinced, can't, doesn't sleep, but... New Amsterdam, it is a fairly balanced show. There are a lot of episodes where Max is very prominent, but they could easily put Max's story back a little bit. And since they shoot in New York... They could go on they, a vacation. I don't think there'd be that, but, you know, th- they could easily manage it with someone like Ryan Eggold. Mm-hmm. It is possible. It just oh, depends yeah. on the story. Yeah. But it, all that to be said... Not to mention I, I am, something... Tom knows the identity of the bones, the real stuff, not whatever Liz was shown, whatever yeah. it was real in there that that Gary saw and everybody else saw. So he cannot come back until the very, very end. And that's the key. And so the further away we got when he started on New Amsterdam, I was like, oh, you know, I guess he's really gone. But if he comes back for the last couple episodes, totally doable. And mm-hmm. you can't reveal because... 
John straight up said, this show is done once we know Liz, uh, Liz and Red's connection. Done. Mm-hmm. And so it's not going to be until the last couple episodes that we find all that out. It, if Tom comes back, which I think he will, it would need to be in the last couple episodes of season eight and then just have him roll through that. Yeah. It, and it, it can be, be, it can be because he knows the secret. Yeah, he could be. They could shoot it in such a way over the course of other episodes, shoot Tom's scene so that he was very prominent in the last couple episodes. Mm-hmm. And once they start mentioning his name again, I was all for this is something. There is something going on about this because suddenly he's all over the place. Yeah, exactly. And because I and I. I don't think they mentioned Tom by name in season six at all. I, I'm going through my rewatch right now. I'm kind no. of looking for it. She, Sheik says, you know, that her husband died, but she doesn't mention him by name. And then suddenly in season seven, back to back to back to back, my husband and I got this apartment for this reason, you know, or, or well, no, she did say my husband or my husband, Tom is how she referred to him. And then talking about, you know, moving on from Tom and this with Tom. And then did I ever tell you how your daddy and I met? Mm-hmm. Pulling out the go box. It's just multiple things. And with things like that in the blacklist, that's usually a flare being shot up in the dark of night going, something's coming here. And then as the blacklist tends to do, they just went silent again. Yep. And then you know that that it would be coming. That there there is, and not only the funny thing is, how has he been shown, and what is being said about him when his name is mentioned? Think about when, in relationship to what, has his name been mentioned? The well, gold box, the how they the- chose that apartment. It's All things on. are survival. Yes, it's about and, survival stuff. And not being willing to move on. Not being able or willing or really even wanting to move on. Yeah. And, and, that's and I think it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a parallel. If if Red is not moving on, it's because he can't I mean is still alive. I mean, I still go back to people laugh at me when I say it. But come season six, what is Red doing? He's losing weight and he's exercising. Hello, and he's looking for a surgeon that operated on Katerina. What do you think Red is doing? <laughs> he's looking for Katerina, and he wants to look good. Well, I mean, you had, um, I, I'm blinking on his name, but the mailman, uh, Anthony something or another. Yes. But that, that he had the tummy tuck because yes. of his girlfriend in yes. season five. Yeah. And so, <laughs> who knows? Um, now, I got the impression that that was the beginning of Red's health issues was season six because he was looking for um oh what's his Stark. name Stark, Stark. yes yeah. um yeah because I actually just finished that episode yeah. and funny yeah, thing were... that ac- that actor actually was one of the board members in Halcyon Aegis in Redemption oh was he I didn't <laughs> he know was. No. there's actually I, I don't remember who the other one was but when I finished the Redemption mm-hmm. rewatch I found two actors that were in both Redemption and Blacklist playing different people mm. Well, they did the same with um, Katerina's mother. She was playing uh, one of Kirk's uh, advisors. Really, I didn't notice that, but yeah. I haven't gotten I haven't gotten up to uh, to that point in the rewatch yet. So. That was season four. No, I mean the advisor, yeah, but not not Katerina's mom. Oh, not Katerina's mother. Yeah, it's CrossFit. 
it's um CrossFit, yeah. Yeah, that is it's it's a very wild theory, um, and, and a lot of people get very very um excited about it, both in good ways and in bad ways. Uh, so we go about our the the questions that we've had. Uh, yes. Can you give me just a couple seconds to run to the restroom real fast? Mm -hmm. And I'm going to refill my glass because this is apparently a busy <laughs> experience here. Do you need mm -hmm. to do the same? <laughs> no, I'm good. Okay. Uh, my right, bottle is done. Oh, sadly. Yeah. Mine is not, thankfully. All right, I'll be right back. I would send you wine if I could, if that were yeah. capable. It's all right. Yeah. This, all right. Is, this was pretty big, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, port's pretty, pretty dense. Mm -hmm. All right, I'll be back in just a second. Okay. Right. Figure that'd be a good breaking point. All right. Uh, do you want me to start with one of mine? Yeah. Uh, start with. Uh, with you want to start with Marie? Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we had a submission from Marie, and her theory, uh, how it was done. She said, "So I'm sure you all remember one or a few blacklisters that would fake someone's death." Everyone that excels at cloning, Kohler, for example, I think uh, that after Tom almost died, he fell into a coma, but instead of letting this become known, his death was faked, and he disappeared from the surface of the earth, maybe to another country. I like the idea. Why was it done? 
Tom felt uh, Tom felt that being in the picture, Agnes wouldn't be safe. He wanted to have a better future for his daughter and his family, so he asked Reddington if he had any contacts. And of course, Red is willing to give them to him. He would be out of Liz's life, and she would be safe from his past. I think him his past being Tom's past. Uh, so they assumed Reddington then sent him to Kohler and he was quote unquote cloned, which was the corpse in the morgue. Who was involved? When Liz wakes from her coma, she was told Reddington knew, Kohler knew, Dembe knew, and of course the Hargraves knew as well. Agnes was told that her father was in a better place for her safety. I like why, that. Why has he not come back? Because it was too dangerous for their family and to Agnes, uh, he plans to come back as once as everything, blah, 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 once everything is safe uh, for them all to know he's alive and have the life they've dreamt of. <coughs> but uh, she thinks that that Liz knows. Uh, does Liz know? And when did she find out? Liz knows and got the information right after she woke up. She found out right after Reddington told her about it. So that's uh. Here's the question to pose. Do we think this is good for canon? Why and why not? I think uh, some parts of it are. I, I like the idea that Tom fake his death because he felt that he what he knew was dangerous. I have a bit of trouble with Reddington doing it. Um, just because it feels that Reddington is seeing Red go down this at least go down this this dark path, and I think that um, it it would be easier to avoid with Tom in her life. I think that if it was done, I'm um, I'm more in the in the, canon wise. I think that it makes more sense with coming from Scotty than coming from from Red. I I think that Red does genuinely feel that Tom is dead. Yeah, I agree. It's my, my general response to it was great theory. Looks like a lot of fun. It might have been a great canon divergent AU. Uh, you know, if when she woke up, Red said, I have, you know, either constructed his statement in such a way that left a lot of ambiguity. And then you could say, oh, well, they talked about it later when she was off the ventilator and all of that. Mm -hmm. And he told her what happened. I think you could roll that way. Um, or, but but he didn't. I mean, for canon, he didn't. He said, Tom is dead. It was very clear cut. Red is not usually that straightforward. Yeah. But he was very straight. So I, I truly believe that Red thinks Tom is dead. Yeah, uh, that said... He Red has said that his mo her mother was dead and that her father was dead. Yeah, um, I I have I have a a caveat for that, but what it would be for, and it's actually a fic that I'm writing, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and we have someone else that's running along the same lines uh, for their theory, but if it, we'll, we'll jump into it uh, when we go over Devil's Advocates. Uh, what, what that caveat would be yeah. that runs along those lines? Yeah, I, I'm, it's my big thing with this with this theory is I find that Reddington knowing it's um, it, it it makes things very complicated and very nasty because Red 
Rand has already told her so many um, half-truths that this one would be particularly cruel coming from... I mean, he has... If they have left that scene where he finds her in Tom's grave and she just fell asleep and she says that she's no home, it feels that that uh, it makes Red into a monster that I'm not sure that I want to go there or that they would yeah. that it would fit in what he's doing. I mean, he's even he's saying I'm giving her my fortune because he's going into a dark place and he knows very well the dark place is against him. For the third time. Yeah. I mean, if if he knew Tom was alive and knew that Tom was, that, that there was going to be a change. So I, I feel like to, to be able to talk about this, I have to mention it. And we'll, we'll dive deeper into it with Devil's Advocates Theory. But, like, I'm writing a fic right now in which Red does save Tom. And I've been working on this thing for over a year at this point. <laughs> Poor thing um, that Red saves Tom, and that he has. Uh, when it first started, Krilov. it was going. It was going to be Krilov, but then turns out Krilov's actually in prison at the point. So Slavic. you know, uh, yeah, it's <laughs> he's got a, he, He's got someone. Oh, like Doctor Orchard. Uh, no, she'll come in later. I'll be fine. Um, but he has someone that that's going to. I need someone sketchier. <laughs> oh, I She's cool. <laughs> Um, but that he has a guy there that's going to take Tom's memory of finding out what the bones are and replace it with something less nasty mm-hmm. is the theory. Um, but because Tom keeps going and escaping his room to go find Liz and Red's terrified Liz is going to wake up and Tom's just going to tell her before he has a chance to do this. He puts Tom through the procedure far too quickly after his injuries and Things go wrong and Tom loses about 10 years of memories. It just, it goes badly. And then Tom promptly, you know, about a week later, manages to escape and goes back to St. Regis and Gina won't give him up. And so when in that story, which I do not think works with canon just because Mm -hmm. of filming and everything, I think it would take a whole lot to dive into that. But for fan fiction, it works. But for that, it goes into the whole Tom is dead because, yes, Tom, too red, in the way red thinks, Tom Keen is dead because Jacob Phelps is all that's left. And Jacob Phelps is not the man that Liz fell in love with. So, therefore, her husband is dead in the way It's an thinks. identity thing. Same thing yeah. as he says, your mother is dead and your father is dead and everybody's exactly. dead. and. You can't really tell when he's speaking about the person or the identity. That's the only way I see it working. But I do not think that they have the time or the ability to bring Ryan in enough to be able to adequately work through a lost memories issue like that for canon. Mm -hmm. I think it'd be a lot of fun. I think it might have been something they could have run down if... They decide, you know, if maybe they had done, if Redemption had survived and they'd gone the route of doing this through Redemption and Liz thought he was dead over here in Blacklist, but in Redemption, Tom's running this, you know, I I think they could have had the time to be able to do something like that Mm -hmm. in that way. But as it stands right now, they just don't from from that standpoint. Um, But yeah. Sorry, that's we kind of jumped ahead to someone yeah. else's, but we can talk so, about her. Like, like, our, yeah, 
Devil's Advocate is um, it's an it's a, that's another one in which Red does it. Yeah. Um, and so, do we want to go ahead and cover hers since yes, this we're talking about let's anyway? Cover hers. Yeah, um, yeah, because this is similar to what you were explaining. Yeah. Yeah, and so um, Devil's Advocate's theory, uh, she how it was done, she really didn't explain that, but why it was done was that her, her idea was basically that Red's trying to alter his memories and accidentally wipes them. Um, Red was involved, and the why he's not coming back, <clears throat> it was really interesting. Um, like I said, I, I'm not game for it for canon because of all the reasons I just said, mm-hmm. but it was... It, for the parallel she was trying to pull in here, it's it would make a fascinating fanfic if she ever wrote it. But the idea was that when Tom loses his memory, Red's trying to keep him close for two reasons. That one, he, he intends to find a way to get his memories back so that he can go back to Liz. And two, that he doesn't want him to go off to the ends of the world and then suddenly remember Red's dangerous idea, dangerous secret, and spout it off. And so there, there's two reasons he's keeping him close, and basically sets it up so that he says, "Okay, there was a job that went wrong. The major got angry. He tried to kill you. He put a hit out on you. You were injured when, when you two went head to head, and I saved you." Is what Red poses in Devil's Advocate's theory to Tom, and basically creates basically shifts his loyalty from yeah. mainly to Liz to mainly to Red. Exactly, and because Tom doesn't remember Red in this theory, or doesn't remember Liz, excuse me. Um, but the parallel that I find so fascinating that she's trying to to draw here is to show the way Tom wanted to keep the secret about the bones from Liz in season five, because Liz had just found out at the time that red was her father and red and Tom was afraid that she was just going to go running to red and hand over everything, put all the cards on the table. And he wanted to get the information first in this theory. The flip side, the parallel of that is Liz finds Tom and is hesitant to tell him who he is because his loyalties lie with Red, and she's afraid that it will, that he'll just go tell him everything. Mm. And so, from that lens, I think that parallel is fantastic. It's a lot of fun. Yes. I would love to read a fanfic about that. I don't necessarily think it would line up with canon just for the reasons that I've already broached on that. Yeah. It, I, I, I find a a problem with Red being the one saving Tom, just because what he has done to Liz. Um, I I find it more uh, a parent, uh, some a parent doing that, um, and having more concern about the granddaughter than about the daughter-in-law. Uh, but I mean, it, it it I guess it could be done. But you need you need Tom to lose the memories of everything until he got into. I mean, it would be very hard. What does he remember and what does he not? Well, the the idea that Devil's Advocate was going with was it sounded like about what I'm doing in my fic that 
he loses memories to right before he met Liz. And so mm-hmm. Liz just, there was never a life there. There was never a job there. There was no Berlin. It was just the no job Berlin. that he had been assigned. And Well, no, that he doesn't even remember Liz at all. And so that's, that's what she's rolling with. Um, and that Red, the reason he keeps, keeps it is that he's afraid that Tom without the memories of Liz would actually be a danger to Agnes. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. It's interesting ideas. I mean, I, I I have personally a problem in seeing how we work canon wise with red, but it's yeah. a blacklist. I was gonna say it's once again kind of like uh, Marie's. It would make a very interesting canon divergent AU. Mm. I I um, like the parallel that she's pulling yeah, there. I, whenever a- somebody pulls a nice parallel, I'm I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. Um, that's the same with, with the other Jen in my life, Jen 5225. And she doesn't have a theory as much as she has a, a, she just saying why they would have to address why would he stay? I mean, that, that he would be alive and not come back. Um, but the one, the one thing that is interesting is that she says, Red did, Red stay away from his family. Uh, or Reddington did, you know, in order to keep them safe. It's like that's what they we was. Uh, uh, they needed to be abandoned at the side of the road in order to keep them safe. Being abandoned is what kept them safe, and that's what he t- told. Um, he tells uh, Jennifer. So I find it. Um, I find it interesting that they create that parallel. That you know, you have Liz with tremendous. Um, abandonment issue. Jennifer has tremendous abandonment issues, and yet they did it to protect to protect the kids. So there is there is certainly a parallel there to be drawn about the complex reasons that we may not know and may be linked to the identity of those bones that we don't know about, and that will make that like oh, of course, just as Red did in order to keep. Um, his family safe that's what Tom did now the question is does Liz know it's very hard to to go back into that after that second that last scene yeah I before that, it was like all for I wonder if she knows I was on the fence before the season finale. Season finale, I actually, because I put together all of my thoughts for this podcast prior to the season finale. And I had on my list of does Liz know or not that I was on the fence, you know, this and that and the reasons. And then after season finale, I scrapped it all. I went, no. If if this is the case, no. Because writing-wise, I now understand more than just the parallel with Katarina, which I think they're pulling with, with Tom's death. You know, putting putting Liz in the same general place that Red was. Mm-hmm. That that was always my assumption of where they were going. But I think it's more than that. I think, and like the Blacklist, there are layers. I think it's more than just putting her where Red was. I think she also needed to be in an incredibly dark place to be able to get to where she is. And not really even caring what Katarina's done. But siding with her regardless of it, where this woman isn't exactly hiding the fact that she would be willing to hurt anybody in her way. If it if that includes Agnes and 
Brad made the same comment. He's like, you're in danger. I am in danger. Agnes is in danger. But Liz is so... The task force. I think the task... Somebody in the task force is going to die. I always felt that there's a reason why they kept parts in there. <laughs> I have a feeling she's going to bite the dust. I, you Either know, that I, or a ram. I think a ram would be so much more punchful, though. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not sure anybody... This sounds terrible. I'm not sure anybody cares enough about Park to lose her. I'm not even sure anybody care about Mira. Like, you know, I felt like Mira's was... It was obvious in the fact that they didn't give us just a whole lot about her in season one. And because we only had her for a season. I mean, if we had lost Ress in at the season finale, if we had lost Aram in the season finale, there, there's... We weren't connected enough with them, I think, to be able to feel that gut-wrenching pain. But there was a lot more wrestler than there was Mira. Yeah, I guess so. And yeah. we had Mira more was more like, a, well, I found this in CIA. The CIA got me this thing. I have that. I have the oh, other we did, end. We did and, oh, you, you intended to torture me to death? I'll give you who, give, who was setting me as, as a patsy, and I'll yeah. serve her in a platter. There was but not we, a lot. Didn't know she had children. We knew she had a family. The I mean, there was there was stuff that we knew about her that I mean, I liked Mira. I would have loved to have known more, but I just I don't think that they set her up enough. I, I didn't have any emotional connection. I mean, it was like, oh, she dead. Oh, she dead. They, it was just it was kind of one of those, oh, there's that sacrificial lamb that everybody has to make sure that you know how serious this could be. You know, we have to kill someone off to make you make sure you know this is serious. Yeah. There's one somebody there that is just not going to make it. Um, I was looking for this for this um, this quote, and I think that this is where Liz is going to to go. Uh, Dembe didn't stay with me because he saw me as his savior. He stayed with me because he saw me for the man I really was. A man surrounded by darkness. No friends that could be trusted. No faith that loyalty or love could ever exist, could ever truly exist. I was, well, I was younger than angrier. And I thought about wrestler, what Liz said to wrestler. I didn't save you for you. I saved you because you're my island. And it, it's a way, you know, I've, I thought about wrestler in a way becoming like Liz conscience and trying to save her, something that he has tried, you know, in the comics, they have a scene like that. I like that, that she, that he's her Dembe. <gasps> and I think he's the, I think he's a fantastic person to fill that role for her because he has this, this light that he's looking towards, which is his father's memory. And he knows darkness. It's not that he doesn't. He's, he's lived it. He's been through it. He's been through the muck. You know, he told Liz in season one, the only way through it is straight through it. And, oh, I really like that. Wrestlers hurt him, bay. Ah, yeah. I love it. I'm on board. Um, I, I think that, that this ends in one way, but this is a kind of like, as in, as in the blacklist, it's like you, every time you, you go back, you know, like those things that you think that you're going straight forward and then you end up in the same room, except the room is not exactly the same. So she will be surrendering uh, to, to uh, I need to speak with assistant director, um, uh, Donald uh, Ressler. And, or Ram, maybe it would be assistant director Ram Mostabai, 
And, um, you know, I, I hope that that's not the case because I feel like if that's exactly where she lands, that she's not, I, I don't know. I, I was discussing this with someone the other day that while she doesn't need, there's obviously got to be a shift to her goal. Um, her, her dream of walking in the park with her family was always her dream. It's something that she's had since she was young, but there's got to be an adjustment to that because you, you don't have a goal that you set out for and that's all you reach because that's, that's a boring story. There has to be a shift in what they want, but the way they presented that goal also means it's incredibly important to this story. So I feel like, especially with red handing her the keys to his kingdom that she is going to have to find what that means for herself well, the take take that and maybe not make it a criminal organization no, but but it doesn't have to, it. to be that criminal because remember something else now liz has halcyon true and, and if tom's alive she'll have a much better connection to halcyon well even if tom is not who are the hargraves going to leave that to mm. Agnes. And, Agnes in trust and had, of, of uh, Liz. And whether Howard ever makes it out of prison or wherever he is or not. He is. I was going to say, or wherever he is. He didn't, there was that lovely scene where he's talking to Liz. And I, that reminds me, I need to make a parallel set of him looking at her and saying, and she's just like, what? Why are you, why are you giving me that goofy little grin? He's, you make my son so happy. And I, I think that once Scotty got to know Liz as more than just Masha, more than just Katarina's daughter, mm-hmm. that she saw that too. I, I have to believe that because anybody that got close to those two, even wrestler who despised Tom and everything he thought Tom stood for, he thought he was the abusive husband. He thought that, oh, he laid hands on you. This, that, he he just... He's a spy. He's a liar. Yeah. And meanwhile, Mr. Perfect is it. guarding but, this tiny little secret. Well, that's, that's neither here nor there. But as he got to know Tom and the Keens together and saw them together and, and really got to know the man behind the spy, by the time that they were giving Tom's eulogy in season five... It was all fond memories. It was good things to say. It was, oh, when we finally could hear ourselves after, you know, after the, you know, the shootout with Solomon, Tom in that cabin. It was fond memories of him. And so I, I just, I feel like if even wrestler can come around to being accepting of Tom Keene, then Scotty, I feel like there's something about the two of them together that when people actually saw them together, it was hard not to like them. It was hard not to Mm -hmm. to look at that pairing from their friends and family around them. And I think that Scotty would, I I just have to feel like she would feel the same way. If she loved her son, she would love the woman that her son loved. Mm. It could be. Um so, yeah. I do see. Do you see a moment in which Liz, in the future, is 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 having her suicide speech? That's every suicide, an act of terror perpetrated against everything that was ever known you. That Liz will say, "Why well, did you make me believe you were dead?" Um, you know that that you know. What would you do? The 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 one who cherishes you or the one who suffered the most pain, the most damage. Um, 
I was actually had a question I was going to ask you at the end of this, but I guess I'll just ask it now. So, do you think she's going to kiss him or smack him <laughs> as soon as she sees him? <laughs> kiss him or punch him? Which is it? <laughs> there's a there's a Florence. The, the immediate reaction I, would be to kiss him, and then I, if I were Tom, I would keep a very good distance. I would definitely set that right foot behind me in case it came up a, a punch. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you're steady there. Uh, there's this there's this song from Florence and the Machine called "Kiss with a Fist." Mm-hmm. I you know I think that Liz, I agree with you. I think the immediate reaction would be to hug him, to kiss him, and then what the hell were you thinking? Wham! And just yeah. I've got this mental image of her just flattening him yeah. and him being like. Ow, really? Well, it would be it would be a very a very a similar scene to when Carla Reddington came across Red in the cabin, and first said you look very different after Lord knows how many years, and then punched the headlights out of him. Yeah, but she knew he was alive. There's the difference. And yeah, well, so- but it was still a very angry punch. Yeah, I, I the- do think that that Liz. I mean, this is the woman that Tom made the comment, don't throw, you know, please don't throw your mug at me. You yeah. know, it's, she well, there's is definitely anger like, issues in there. I mean, um, there's a, there's a history of things being thrown. Yeah, definitely. So I think that that's all I have. I mean, it's like, it's, it's one oh, of the, Simon? Huh? what about Simon? Well, Simon was the one who gave me that uh, fantastic idea about um, the hospitals okay. that, that Scotty had uh, bought a few hospitals or hospital wings. So, and, and he's just like trying to work out how it would work. And I think it's all related to what is that Red is doing? Red is, has a job. He's doing something. There is a job. There is a work to be done, a mythic battle. And that involves a cabal. We're going, we know that in, the, in season eight, we're going back to the cabal. And it all depends. What is that? Because I think that even for somebody who loves him, if the result of this work would be to leave a safer world where Agnes could live without this danger, maybe that's a good enough reason to in, to inflict that kind of pain on Liz. Well, I think that that's the only thing that could possibly, except for brute force. I mean, unless yeah. Scotty has or forgivens or. Well, or I the mean, memories are gone. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, for for Tom to have his memories intact, like I said, I think the memory thing, while it's fun for fan fiction, and I'm I'm playing in that sandbox right now. Well, it's great for fan fiction. I don't think it works for canon just because of of focus of the story and acting and timetables and all of that. But I, I I think that the only thing that if Tom is Capable. If he's not in a coma, I mean, let's hope he's not. If he's in a a Buddhist monastery, I'm totally unaware. Just total health issues where he can't get out. I mean, if he's, you know, having horrible health issues and just never really recovered and literally cannot escape wherever Scotty has him tucked away, you know, then that's a possibility. But if he is capable of functioning and has his memories intact, all of that, the only thing that makes sense that would keep him away from me is if he is Agnes, is protecting the child. Because he and Liz could face the world, and I think he'd be willing to face the the world. 
But yes, exactly. Which which does tie in very well with the blacklist on whole. Protecting, protecting the, the kids. Yep. So it's it's a fun thing to 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 theorize. It may come to something, it may not come to something. I'm not particularly tied to one. There's some indications that I've had that I say, boy, this just looks like that. Um but it, it's a long shot, one that I'm particularly fond of because I love I I I love Red and and Tom together, and I would love to see more of those scenes. You know, and that's the thing. When I got through my uh, when I was going through my rewatch of season five, so five oh eight is I I hate the episode, not because it's a bad episode. It was incredibly written. It was fantastically acted and cut and produced. And everybody that worked on that episode was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And I loved it when watching it live right up until the end when Tom died. Mm. I mean, I was good even through him flatlining because tell you, I mean, and even in the blacklist, if you see a body, it doesn't necessarily mean anything. (laughs) But the moment that, that, that Red told Liz that Tom was dead and we saw the body in the morgue. That's when it got me on the episode. And because the reason I loved it so much, we got Tom and Liz's past. We got, you know, more than just reading the screen. We, we got absolute confirmation in multiple ways that Tom loved Liz, that he was devoted to Liz, mm-hmm. that everything was for Liz, both from Red's mouth, mm-hmm. from scenes. I mean, like, just over and over and over and over again. They worked very hard to make sure that even folks that hated Tom, and I've heard this, that folks that, that didn't like Tom, even folks that hated Tom, Tom despised him didn't trust him at all at the end of that scene went okay I guess he does love her mm-hmm. at the end of the, the show and but there was that lovely runabout with Tom and Red that you know I still say one of my favorite lines in the entire show was Red's joke about well it wouldn't have been so much easier if it hit just you know a little bit northeast and popped him mm-hmm. on the back of the head because that mm-hmm. was just them and Tom's whole could you just let it go there there was so much about that episode that was just lovely and fun and everything I love about Ryan and then they punch you in the gut god I felt more like a broke my nose and gave me a concussion with it damn well it's been the concussion time (laughs) yeah I I have nothing else on this it's um it's probably one of the most fun theories, except for my pet theory. Um, but of course, this integrates seamlessly with uh, my pet theory. So maybe on the next one, we'll discuss my pet theory. Yeah, uh, we, we are definitely going to go down the rabbit holes. Tessa and I will discuss what which ones we want to go down. I think that the Carlarina is probably a good one to touch on. Uh, who Blonde Cat is is probably a good one to touch on. If you guys have any that you've heard us talk about or even theories that are out there that you would like us to discuss, um, we don't want to bash on anybody's theories by any stretch um, because everybody is entitled to their own theories, whether we agree with them or not. And that's one reason why we wanted to open this up to to folks that you know have different theories. And 
I, I'm kind of sad we didn't get anybody that said, no, I don't think that Tom's alive. This is why, you know. Well, I've got a plenty of that before telling me that I'm totally insane. Yeah, but did they have did they have reasons for it or was it just we hate him, go away? Um, it's just like he's dead. We saw his body, so stop oh, it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I guess, but that sounds more like just angry. Um, like I I would have loved to have had people send it in. We're like, okay, so this this and this is why. Even if it's like we he's, saw he's body. uh he's in in uh New Amsterdam and we saw his body. Yeah, I mean yeah. That, that, that's a well. I mean, like I would have taken that, but no one submitted to it and. Yeah. You know, it would have been interesting to have it. Um, and, and I get that. I mean, I was on that role for a while, but, you know, I've... I knew you were eventually come to the rabbit hole. <gasps> you know, I was I was trying to protect myself. If we get to the end of this and he's really dead, I'm going to be devastated all over again. You remember me in the episode of trying to discuss 508, don't you? Yes. It was bad. It was bad. <laughs> oh, I... I We've got a, a group of Tom fans that chit-chat every once in a while. And a bunch of them, several of them came in after, you know, that that they are relatively new in the last couple years to the fandom. And I'm just like, oh, oh, you sweet summer childs. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's, um, it will punch you in the, in the gut, definitely, uh-huh. that one. It was a masterful episode. I loved it. But yeah, I mean, it was. And I would love to get to the end of this and Tom to be alive for them to have their walk in the park. However, however complicated that walk in the park is, I, yeah. you know. There was the has- one thing. Like, they're discussing that they cannot move on. That's like, hmm. If Katrina faked her death and Tom and Red is saying that he cannot move on, that he cannot have a bigger life. And Liz says, you know, I can't either. Yeah. That to me was like, oh boy, are they playing with us or what? But uh, you know, this no, is a blacklist. I, you always have to wor- worry about, you know, that there's a lovely cat out there and you're the mouse. <laughs> lovely cat. <laughs> but yeah, so if you guys have any theories that you want us to touch on and to discuss, we're happy to do so. You know, feel free to send it in. We can always do shorter ones just in response, like, hey, I've got this theory. What do you guys think? Sort of thing. I mean, it, it could potentially with COVID be a very long hiatus. Yeah. And we could discuss the, the twin, the third man, uh, who is this blonde cat. Um, we could discuss certainly Carlarina. I'm not sure that I, I feel qualified to bring a discussion of Rederina, just because every time I look at it, there, I come across something that to me is like, it just can't be. So uh, I'm not sure that I could, but I could, you know, if somebody's interested in doing that, I would certainly give it my best try. I feel like if we, if people are interested in that, I would could invite rather, somebody. I, exactly. I'd rather have someone on that, that does feel that way um, to be able to have a round table of sorts, because I, I'm the same way. Like, I'm just not at all on board on on Red Arena. Yeah, I just see too many things that go right against it. I, I describe Red Arena as, as one of those those things that look good from a distance until you start examining and then it's like, wait a minute, this doesn't look like what it is. Um, but from the distance, I understand it looks, it looks yeah. good to people. So I, I think that the only way I would be willing to do that would be 
in a round table. Yeah, I, I think that someone or or several someones, regardless. I mean, if you want to have two or three people that come on that have a different, you know, lens that they look through. Totally cool with that. Open to that. We've done, you know, roundtables and guests before. It's a whole lot of fun. Yes. And so, all right. Well, I, I think that about wraps us up then. Yep. All right. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and YouTube. And you can chat with us and send in your requests on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Tumblr. And toss us over on Reddit. So yes. you can certainly send stuff into her directly. And we also have the Keen Minds. Uh, Keen Minds. Double check. Uh, let me see if it's the Keen Minds or Keen Minds podcast. Hang on. Our email address. If it ever decides it wants to open. There we go. All right. Uh, our email address, if you would like to send it in directly, we can also receive emails, is Keen Minds Podcast at gmail.com. And we'll see you soon. We'll. Try to fill the void of the hiatus with crazy theories. We got plenty. Oh, yeah. Down, down the, the rabbit, rabbit holes. holes. Down the rabbit holes and into the uh, the uh, uh, tables. The, uh, oh, what do you call them? Um, oh, what do you, uh, the, the charts. Oh, um, yes. The, um, <laughs> Oh, don't do this to me. Spreadsheets, thank yeah. you. This is why I had such an issue with this being what got Samara was losing words. I'm like, I do that every day. Are you saying that I'm dying? What's happening? Mm. <laughs> I was really offended by that. Right away, it's like, whoa, wait a minute. What was that? A spreadsheet. I, I lose words all the time. I feel like I'm not the only one in the world. <laughs> we do too much things at once. Yeah. Our attention span is very bad. Well, anyway. Uh, yeah. All right, guys. We will see you next time. Bye-bye. All right. And you go to eat. You're 